Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With 91 surviving episodes broadcast on NBC Radio from 1934 to 1957, we bring to you Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. It is later than you think. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. My name, Arch Obler. Someone recently asked me, uh, what would you do if you could get your hands on all the money in the world and buy one of those peculiar backflips peculiar only to a playwright's mind? Tonight's story happened. This is a story of a super crime. But before we start, Frank Martin has something to say to you. We're all expecting big things of this new year, 1943, and I personally hope that everything you're hoping for comes true. On the other hand, you can scarcely expect to win out if you don't feel good. So if you're miserably thin and run down, weak and nervous, always tired, and if it's only because you need more vitamin B and iron than you're getting from your meals, take this friendly tip. Try ironized yeast. Lights out. Everybody. But my dear Mr. Finn... What do you think you're doing, bidding at an auction sale? I am bidding for your services. And if a $5,000 retainer isn't enough, why name your own price? I'm not here as an individual. I'm the representative of a group of casualty insurance companies who handle practically all of the burglary insurance in this entire area. Well, if you're that important, talk important money. $10,000 cash. Very well. Uh, I'll write you a check. Fenn Detective Agency. F-E-N-N. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. A half a million dollars stolen in broad daylight and no witnesses. A very clever criminal, whoever he is. But surely you don't believe only one man has committed all these crimes. Whenever there is greatness, even in crime, the answer is a man. One man. 25 places robbed both sides of State Street, 25 stores robbed in the space of 30 minutes, and you talk of one man? He is very clever. No one man could rob 25 places, spreading over a distance of three blocks in the space of 30 minutes. No. Of course not. Banks and department stores and loan companies, cash registers cleaned out, and not a clue, not a witness. The devil alone knows what this is all about. The devil alone. 
City morgue. Oh, hello, Chief. Yeah, he's been here two days in a row. Yeah, all he looks at is the bodies of the hit and run. Hey, listen, Chief. Here he comes now. Yeah. Okay, I'll try to find out. Yeah. Hiya, Mr. Finn. Early today, ain't you? Quickly, show me the new ones. Yeah, sure. Why not? The same kind? Yes. Okay. Uh, this one's name is... Uh, it's on the tag here. Morrison something. Relatives ain't claimed him yet. Look at him. Smashed up pretty, ain't he? He never knew what struck him. <laughs> I'll say he didn't. The way that skull... Well, I bet you he went out just like that. I'm no longer interested in this one. Where's the next? Coming up. Wait till I put this fellow back on ice. Yeah, let me see. Where'd I put the dame? Oh, yeah, here she is. Oh, kid. Whoever the rat was, his hair must have bust the front end of his crate. Look at her. Yeah. Ain't much of her left to tell who she was, is there? Only identification on her was her first name in a book. Let me see, uh, Libby. Yeah, that's what it was, Libby. Gosh, if this was my girlfriend and any <laughs> hit-and-run rat did this, I'd find him even if I... Hey, Mr. Fenn, what's the matter? What are you laughing about? It ain't funny. The girl's face, it, it smashed her. What are you laughing about? I know. Now I know. Read all about a hit-and-run driver killed two more, paper. Read all about a hit-and-run driver killed paper, mister. Which one will it be, sir? No, no, I don't want a paper. I want to talk to you here. Oh, thanks, mister. Thanks, sir. Well, what you want to know? There was a little accident on this corner yesterday, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, sure. Some dame got her head almost cut off by one of them hit-and-run guys. See, you should have seen it made me so sick I couldn't eat. Yes, yes, but that doesn't concern me. What do I want to know is... Did you see the accident? You mean the car would done it? Yes. Well, no, not what you could really say. You've seen it. Speak no. up, speak up. Oh, don't get sore. I'm telling you, I, I was just closing up my stand, ready to go home, seeing I had my back kind of to the street. See, all at once I hear a whoosh and a dame screams and then a whoosh again like one of them there race cars at the speedway like she sees in the newsreels. When I turns around, there's a dame dying out there. And honest, mister, the hack's out of sight ready. already. I, I don't see nothing, no, sir. You don't see nothing. Uh, no, sir. Why, that guy must have been going a hundred miles an hour. He ain't even got <laughs> lights on, no, sir. <laughs> you. Hey, you. Hold on there. I want to talk to you. Are you talking to me, copper? Oh, wise guy, huh? Listen, you, what's the idea of cross-examining everybody in this neighborhood? Now, just a minute before you start using that nightstick. You better have a look at this. Why... Oh, you're a private detective. Oh, brilliant. Well, no. How was I supposed to know that... Well, you... you know it now. Tell me this. What do you know about the hit-and-run cases in this district? Oh, that's bad, sir. But what can I do? Drunken rats driving without lights and giving no warning? We'll get them tonight, sir. Believe me, we will. What do you mean? There's going to be ten squad cars touring this district. Just a moment. One question. Have you been hearing any peculiar noises on your beat? Noises like, uh, uh, like an airplane motor when there wasn't anything in the sky? <laughs> Go on now. You're kidding me. 
Say, look at the time. I better get moving on me beat or the sergeant will be shooting his mouth off. Anything else I could tell you? Yes. This restaurant we're in front of, is it a good place to eat? Yeah. Bill Lewis's place is okay. He's off in Washington, but his wife's running it. Nothing like the Ritz, but it's okay. Well, I'll be seeing you. You're mistaken. What'll you have, sir? Nice dinner? Uh, coffee. Piece of nice fresh pie? Apple, peach, cherry? Apple. Yes, sir, right away. I beg your <laughs> pardon. Oh. Where did you come from? I followed you in. I wish to speak with you. I don't want to buy anything. I am not selling. Just like you, I am asking questions. Eh? I have been watching you. All afternoon, you have been asking many questions. What's that to you? I am a Bellini, Dr. Bellini. I live in this neighborhood. I am interested in whatever goes on in it. Ah, glad to meet you, Doctor. Maybe you can tell me. Have you heard any unusual noises during the late afternoon and evening hours? A noise you couldn't quite locate or explain? Noises? What noises? You are a detective. Why do you ask that? As a physician, I pride myself on my powers of observation. You are a detective, eh, my friend? Yes. Then come with me. Do not raise your voice now. This gun in my pocket will kill you. Walk slowly toward the door. Make no noise. Now, open the door and step outside. I advise discretion... I will be close behind you. Now, walk beside me down the street. <laughs> A gun in your side and you laugh? Why do you laugh? Tell me. I've been looking for you, Dr. Bellini. Yeah? Why? I must know your secret. I must. Very well. But there is a price to pay. Price? What is your price? Death. Ladies and gentlemen, a breath and a moment for relaxation before we return to the strange story of Bellini and Mr. Fenn and the secret price of which is death. Yes, before going on with tonight's Lights Out story, a moment for relaxation and a return to the realities of today. For instance, here's a lady with a problem that's facing a lot of us these days. Life is so hard lately. I feel it's my duty to do war work. Of course, I've got my home and the children to take care of. But how can I keep going when I'm losing weight? Can't eat or sleep. Oh, honestly, I'm so worn out and on edge, I don't know which way to turn. Hmm, you have a problem. But the solution may be easier than you think. Mm-hmm, as simple as more vitamin B and iron. More vitamin B and iron? Uh, I, I don't understand. Well, you see, when you don't get enough vitamin B from your food, then your appetite may be so poor that you don't eat enough to keep up your weight and strength. Or your food may not do you the good it should. And when you don't get enough iron from your meals, you may be weak and pale and listless. But if I do need more vitamin B and iron, then what? Then try ironized yeast tablets. They're ever so pleasant and easy to take, and they give you both vitamin B and iron. That's why ironized yeast tablets have been of such amazing help to thousands who only needed more of these substances. Help them gain wonderful new pep and strength and five, ten, even more pounds of good new flesh, often in a few short weeks. <laughs> 
Yes, indeed, ma'am. If you need more vitamin B and iron, by all means get ironized yeast tablets. Then see if pretty soon you aren't saying... What a relief to be doing things again. I've forgotten what tired means. I've gained pounds. And thanks to ironized yeast, I feel wonderful. And now back to Lights Out. Mark Fenn and Bellini are alone. And the detective is about to hear the secret whose price is death. So, now we will not be disturbed, Mr. Uh, Fenn. Mark Fenn. Mark Fenn. The man who is willing to die to learn my secret. I'll take my chances. Just tell me. How did you do it? But first, I will ask you questions. You are either a very clever man, Mr. Fenn, or a very lucky one. How did you suspect it was only one man? I knew. It had to be one man. But how did you correlate the missing money and the dead in the streets? Thirty minutes to collect half a million and cover 25 stores. I knew you'd have to move fast. I figured someone would get hurt. You are very clever. You did do it, didn't you? Come, I will show you. You will be the first to know. And the last. Here. Sit here. Yes, yes. Now, what do you see in my hand, Mark Fenn? I... A, a bottle. It's uh, full of oil. Not oil, you blind fool. Power. The key to the world. Listen to me, Mark Fenn. One drop of this in the world is mine. You believe, Mark Fenn? You believe what I tell you? But... But what does that stuff do? You, you've got to tell me. Speed. That's what it gives speed. Faster, faster, faster. Every atom in me faster. You do believe, Mark Fenn. You've got to believe. But but what? I, I, I don't understand it. What does that stuff do to you? Oh, you fool. Why don't you listen? But uh... Speed. That's what it gives me. Speed. Every physical process, every mental activity, it speeds them up 10, 20 times the normal rate. Faster, faster. Every molecule. Listen. The average man walks three miles an hour. One drop of this... And I walk 60 miles an hour. Now, you know my secret. A yeah. chemical which speeds up my activities until I am a, a god among men. A drop of this, one drop. And I walk and I run and I talk and I think 20 times faster than any other man in the world. Oh, no, no, that, that can't be. No? Then watch. I drink. <clears throat> doctor. Dr. Bellini. Oh, where are you, Doctor. Where are you? Bellini. I've never seen Bellini, what are you talking about? What are you saying? I don't understand. Stop it. Stop it, I say. Stop it! Bellini. You went away. Where? What happened to you? Why do you talk like that? I. Told you all physical, mental processes speed up. With a second, chemical effect will wear off completely. Uh, that stuff, it makes you talk fast, is that it? Huh. There. Effect is worn off. I'm back to normal rate again. Where did you go? Where? To prove to you that what I say is true. Look what I have in my hand. Diamonds. Diamond necklace. Where did you... From the window of that jewelry store three blocks away. You... 
You were there and back in these few seconds? Twenty times faster than any man can run, I ran in those few seconds. Twenty times faster than any man can think, I thought in those few seconds. Now, now, do you believe, Mark Van? It was you moving at a hundred miles an hour that knocked down those people and killed them. It was you moving so fast, they were not hurt. Though they were hurt, but not you. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was I. It was you moving so fast they couldn't see you who took that half million in cash from those stores. Yes, I. Me too. You? Yes, me. All my life I've wanted Bellini. The power you've got now, Bellini, I want it too. But why? Why should I share it with you? Because I can help you. Yes, that's it. I can help you. There's so much to do. You, you can rule the world, but you cannot conquer it alone. You'll need help, and I'll need help. You hear me, Bellini? I'll help you. I'll do anything you say, but you must let me join you. But the dream of all my life coming true. Power like... Like God. Let me join you, Bellini. Let me. Yes. I need a man like you. Together we will help the world. that this great and unprecedented crime wave which is sweeping our city is due entirely to the unholy alliance of crime and politics. Sweep the culprits out of office. And I tell you that our streets will be safe for I tell you, Mr. Mayor, I'm doing everything I can do. I've sworn in a thousand extra deputies. I've got the force working triple And I tell you, fellow citizens, this alliance of the underworld and their masters can never be broken until we, the people, take matters into our own hands. Like the vigilantes of old, we must rise in our wrath and drive these vampires out of our fair city. Destroy these vampires. <laughs> a revolutionist plot. Unholy alliance of crime and politics. <laughs> oh, we have done well in these ten days, eh, Mark Fenn? <laughs> oh, I say we have, lady. Ten million dollars. Nobody in the world ever collected money that fast. It was good letting you join me. I told you. All the places where money is, you know. But it's not money alone we want, Bellini. Oh, I know, I know. We have been just, uh, how do you say it, uh, testing our wings. And now we're ready to go. Yes. New concentrate of my chemical is ready. Today we have taken the city, the more of the world. The world. But now, while the city we have left behind us boils in the madness we have brought to it, you and I, we will rest, eh, Fen? <laughs> You laugh again. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was thinking of the fun I had this morning. <laughs> oh, you mean when we liquidated your enemies? <laughs> Dead. Every mother's son of them. Everyone that ever laughed at Yes, me. dead, every one of them. And you go on to new triumphs. Uh, they never knew what hit them. 
That's the only trouble with moving so fast, Bellini. You mean when you struck them at 50 times the normal rate? Yes, it was like hitting them with a six-inch shell. Uh, skull smashed in like empty eggs. And you are disappointed because your revenge was over too quickly, eh, Mark Fan? Yes. What if I were to tell you that my new concentrate, the one we will use tomorrow when we arrive at the seat of your government in Washington, what if I were to tell you that this new concentrate is infinitely more powerful than the one we have been using? More powerful? How can that be? Listen. The one we have been using increases the physical and mental rate 20 times. Is that not so? Yes. Talk, walk, run, and think 50 times faster. So there you have it. With the new concentrate, talk, walk, think, and run an infinite number of times faster than normal. You... You, you mean there's no limit? No limit. We'll move faster As than... fast as we like. Say... 200, 300, 500, the limit will be our desires. A blur of light here, there, the next place. Masters of men. Because compared to us, men are snails who crawl while we run. Masters of men. Look, I brought the bottle. The new concentrate. It looks the same. Yes. Shall we try some, Mark Van? I... I don't know. We must try it sometime. Yes. It is the same basic formula as the other. Sure. I do not ask you to do what I will not do myself. We will take equal amounts and compare reactions. How much, Felipe? Uh, two drops each. I have two medicine droppers ready. Yes. The moment we swallow the drops, we will move toward the... Um, you see that barn across the field? Yes. We meet there and see how fast we can move. Here are your drops, Mark Fenn. I, uh... I... Surely you're not afraid, my friend. Afraid? Me? Well, no, of course not. Give me those drops. Hmm. We'd drink together. Yes. <sighs> Mark. Mark Fenn. What? Mark. Fan. Bellini. Why? What happened? I... I am not quite sure. The... The, the barn. We're lying by the barn. We... We did get here. Mark Fan, your clothes. My clothes? Well, I'll be... I'm naked. I, I too... Mark Fenn, listen. We moved so quickly through the air, our clothes were torn off. Yeah. The new concentrate, infinitely more powerful. We moved through the air at a tremendous rate, hundreds of miles. Lenny. What? Your lips, they're not moving, and yet I hear you. Your lips, they do not move either. And yet I hear you, too. That cannot be. What is it, Bellini? Our reactions. The concentrate has speeded them up so intensely we read each other's thoughts. No, no, Uh, do not move. Why not? The concentrate, it was too powerful. We must lie quietly until its effects wear off. Yes, but... uh... Berlini. Ben, why are you looking at me like that? Your face. My, my face? Something's happening to it. What? Speak up. What is wrong with my face? What? 
Yours. What? Your face. Creases in it. Lines. Uh, and yours. That's what's happening to yours. Bellini. I feel... Bellini. What's happening? Tell me. Age. That is it. Age. Age? Age. What? We are aging. We are aging. Aging? What are you talking they about? Concentrate. Our physical reactions, they have been speeded up too much. Tell me. What's that got to do with... Listen to me. The concentrate, it has speeded up our life processes to infinity. Every second is aging us a year. Every second. No. No, I'm a young man, Bellini. You're lying. I'm not getting older. I'm not. I'm not... We are dying, Mark Fenn. Dying, dying. No, you lie, Bellini. I won't die. I won't die. (laughs) Dead. And yet the solution works on in his flesh. Decay. No, 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 I cannot die. Master of men, I cannot die. Master of... Mr. Obler, men who move with the speed of light. Now, I ask you... Well, not exactly with the speed of light, but fast enough. It's all quite possible. But before talking of that and other pertinent matters, a word from you, please, Mr. Martin. Remember now, friends, if you simply need more vitamin B and iron in order to get back your old-time pep and strength, your zest for living, then by all means try ironized yeast tablets. Try them on this no-risk, money-back basis. If you don't quickly begin to eat better, sleep better, feel much stronger, more alive, yes, and if you're not convinced that ironized yeast tablets will help you gain the pounds of good new flesh you need, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full for the Ironized Yeast Company, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. Remember, too, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the big IY on the package and on each tablet. And now, Mr. Obler... What is this about human beings moving as fast as light? Well, rather than talk of that, I'd, I'd like to speak to all of you of something that's as real as the air you're breathing right now. You know, if we could put a little lights-out fantasy into the war, all we'd have to do to get more ships and planes and guns for our fighting men would be inject some of uh, Bellini's wonderful speed-up serum in the arms of our workers. But the Japs and the Nazis aren't fighting this war with mere fantasy. They're using real bombs and bullets. And the only way to get more of the weapons of war into the hands of the men fighting and dying for us is for more of those who are not working at war jobs to get into war industry. Your work can help win this war. If you live in an area where there's a shortage of workers in the nearby war plants, 
get a war job. Go to your local United States Employment Service office. They'll tell you where to get free training courses and where you can be of most help. Remember, that's only if you already live in a production center that's short of workers. If you don't now live in such a place, don't move to one. See your United States Employment Service branch for information about future war jobs, which will be open to outsiders later after the uh, acute housing and transportation problems have been solved in these crowded centers. Now, the surest way to put a Jap in the White House, yes, a Jap in the White House, and a Nazi at your front door, is to expect the other fella to win the war for you. So, if you're in a position to get a war job, get one as soon as possible. To work for victory is just another way of fighting for it. Thank you, Mr. Obler. And now, what about next week? Well, next week, a story I've been trying to write for almost two years. I started to write it for a broadcast with Norma Shearer a couple of years ago, but it just didn't write. Then I tried to write it for Betty Davis and Miriam Hopkins, but each of the broadcasts had to be changed because this particular play just didn't work out in my mind. Well, at last, the typewriter's been good to me, and the dictaphone has done its part, and the stenographer has done her work, and it's all on paper. Its title, The Mirror. The story? Oh, but as usual, that's next week. Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at this same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's weird story of The Mirror. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast. The one and only Ironized Yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. is later than you think. A smooth, comfortable shave. That's what you want from a shaving cream. And brother, that's what you get with Mole Brushless Shaving Cream. Mole forms a protective film between your skin and your razor. Gives your razor something to ride on helps guard your face against nicks and cuts. The result, a smooth, comfortable shave. So get Mole, M-O-L-L-E, Mole. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.